for us? Who you got? Who you got? Who you got? No question they're the better team. You are out of your mind if you think they even have a chance in this game. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Who You Got with Jake and Jackson. I'm your host, Jake Fazy, with my co-host, Jackson Graves, as he made it very clear before the show that he is a co-host. Uh, he does not get a welcome to the show anymore because uh, in his quote, this is his show. So, that's right. That's right. Uh, last week was a fantastic week for Who You Got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, The first ever lead change in the history of who you got the long history of three (laughs) weeks (laughs) um jackson and i differed on three games last week and i came out on top of all three of them maybe with some help from a referee in one of them but i'm not gonna complain like you do every week whenever you get them wrong i'm not gonna complain i i had some bad picks you had some good ones i'm just yeah it is what it is you know it is what it is bow down as they say to the king who is now um now up by one as I pull up our percentages because I do like to uh, read off our accuracy percentages because that makes us sound official. Uh, yes, starting uh, week four, as my iPad is frozen. Oh, there we go. Starting week four, Jake Fazy. No, I'm going to go with you first because um, wow. you're lower. You know, you know how it rolls and my screen's frozen. That's okay. how it works whenever I have one less than you. That's how it works. <laughs> uh, Jackson's accuracy currently sitting at 65.96%. Jake's accuracy currently sitting at 68.09%. That is a whole lot. Very successful week last week, except <laughs> for the Jaguars, who absolutely went out on the field and just made a complete mockery of themselves against, yes, uh, they did. Uh, against Ryan Fitzpatrick. And... The Dolphins. You know, I will be honest with you. I didn't watch that game because who I didn't watch in it their either. right mind watched that, watched that game. I was at a Bible study learning about Jesus, which was a lot better than watching that game from what I saw because it was horrific. For well, Gardner Minshew. Yeah, you would have learned a lot about the Jaguars watching that game, I, I think. I did start Gardner Minshew. Which is Minshew. why neither of us took him. <laughs> I started Gardner Minshew in fantasy this week uh, over Drew Brees because Drew Brees have been playing uh, like doo-doo. But Drew Brees decided to actually play this week, and Gardner Minshew decided to forget how to play the game of football, much like the Atlanta Falcons for the second week in a row, who managed to blow a 26-10 lead with 6 minutes and 22 seconds left in the game. Needless to say, I think Dan Quinn's time in Atlanta is most definitely up after the season unless they turn it around. But they're going to have to do something quite special in order to turn it around. I mean, it's not It's not like they're not putting up points. I don't think it's the offense's fault. No. Although Matt Ryan did have a bad pick, I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly. The offense is sure producing this week, but. great numbers, um, but they just can't finish towards the end of the game, whether it's can't. the defense blowing 16 points in uh, 16 or in six minutes and 22 seconds to Nick Foles, who we're going to talk about today, um, or – if it's Dan Quinn's coaching decisions, who knows? But something in that franchise is wrong, and they start out the season 0-3. Less than impressive. Um, also yes. last week, we saw an interesting game 
in Cincinnati. Was it in Cincinnati or was it in Philadelphia? I think it was in Philadelphia. Yeah, it was. Uh, an interesting game in Philadelphia with the Bengals and the Eagles. Jackson and I both took the Eagles, but it was a tie. So I ended up, in terms of percentages and scoring, I didn't count the game because at that point, no matter who we would have picked, it would have been wrong if we would have counted by that standard. I don't know. I'm Unless planning on taking at least – I'm taking at least one tie before this season is over. Oh, 100%. I thought about taking a tie on Thursday night with the Broncos and the Jets because that game is going to be horrendous. Um, Well, I got my fingers crossed that Melvin Gordon runs all over the Jets because he got me a whole whopping zero points in fantasy this week. Woo! He's on fire. Yet I still won thanks to a great comeback by Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Jackson was so conflicted watching that game because he picked the Ravens but had Patrick Mahomes in fantasy. And you also had the Ravens defense and special teams in fantasy too. So you got points for the uh, kick return? Yes, I did. And you know what? You know what's crazy? In one week, Patrick Mahomes became a father of two. <laughs> <laughs> He's the father of his own child with Brittany Matthews and also the father of of Lamar Jackson, who Ooh. had an absolutely Ooh. terrible game. I'm going to talk about that uh, today Ooh. as well. So, without further ado, let's get right into it because we have a surprise for you this week. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in Who You Got history, once again, long history of three weeks, <laughs> Jackson and I picked every single game identical. All 16 games uh, we put in our picks this morning, and they were identical. So. We have nothing to argue about. However, that's not going to stop us from talking about some games because there are some good games this week. The reason that I feel like we were so closely matched is because a lot of the games this week, whether they're both really good or both really bad, are going to be very close games. Um, Right. And, I mean, we're trying to – I think we're both being really safe with our picks and not not taking too many chances because there's so many injuries and we don't know who's coming back when and who's going to be out this week and – yeah, there's a lot of teams that are underperforming and overperforming, and we don't know what they're. There's a lot of teams in the middle, kind of, that we don't know how to figure out. There's a lot of factors. Yeah, Jackson also decided that it is from now on bad luck to pick the Raiders for him because he thought they would lose, yes. or else I believe he would have picked them against the Bills and we would have had uh, one no. game there. You don't think you'd have picked? Maybe them? if they, maybe if they'd have beat the Patriots, I might have picked them, but no. So we're gonna talk about. Two games for sure, maybe a third, depending on how long we talk about uh, the two. But the first game is a game that we've all been waiting for. Second most important game of the season uh, for this team to last week's game, and that is the Chiefs and the Patriots. Chiefs are favored by a touchdown in this one. I have three matchups I want to talk about in this game. Okay. Two of these matchups, are the players play the same position, and I just would like to – I'm excited to see who performs better. One of these matchups we're actually going to get to see on the field. The first matchup, and obviously the most popular matchup, what everyone is looking forward to seeing again, is Pat Mahomes, Patrick yeah. Mahomes. Uh, his mom did get frustrated <laughs> with the announcer, uh, uh, the announcer the other night. Patrick Mahomes versus Cam Newton. Um, Obviously, relatively similar quarterbacks. You got something? Can I, put, can I just say, the Patriots did not beat the Raiders because of Cam Newton. They beat the Patriots because of their run game in general. Cam Newton could not throw the ball 
And whether that was because he was just having a bad game or because the Raiders' defense was stopping the pass but not the run, I don't know. But I'm just saying, it, this matchup is not even like – like it's I think not... Pat is stomping on Cam in this game. Oh, yes, for sure. But here's, here's what we're going to see. And the reason that uh, I, I have – Instead of putting the upside for both of these quarterbacks, I've talked about their challenges that they're going to face this week. Smart. Very smart. Starting with Pat Mahomes, who is the obvious favorite to outperform, Pat Mahomes is facing the best secondary he has seen this year, hands down by a mile. Stephon Gilmore, Adrian Phillips, and the McCourty brothers. He has not seen anyone that good. Last week, he faced two really good corners, and two really crappy safeties that I insisted to you last week were god-awful. And what did they show this week? They are god-awful. Um, hey, new week, new week. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, okay. I won't, I won't bash you for <laughs> it. Um, but Pat has really not seen it. When they played the Chargers, the Chargers no longer have Derwin James. Uh, week one, they played Houston. Who even plays in Houston secondary? <laughs> right. Soon to be Earl to Thomas. No, hey, I, actually, I, I saw something yesterday that said that they won't sign him. They're not signing him. Never mind. Bill O'Brien screwed up <laughs> another one. Way to go, why. Bill. Um, but anyways, Pat has not, Patrick, has not seen a very good <laughs> secondary this year. So I'm very excited to see how they attack such a skilled back line. That will be in interesting. Anything to but, comment I mean, on that? They only have so many, so many cornerbacks, so many safeties. Whoever's going to cover everybody, I mean, they got like five receivers in Kansas City that could right. run all these people, right? Um, including Clyde, including so, Clyde, who did have a decent chunk of. I think he had. I think he had a lot of catches. I feel like he had more reception, more receiving yards than he did running rushing yards last game. So, uh, but we'll get into that later. That's one of my matchups, foreshadowing. Oh. Um, Cam's challenges. Cam is going up against a an extremely motivated defense, coming off a they're huge win. Yeah, very hot. hot defense. You could you could cook an egg on this defense right now. Chris Jones and Flank Frank Flank Frank Clark <laughs> just showed that they have the ability to contain the most explosive explosive quarterback in football. They made him look like. He was one of the worst quarterbacks in the league uh, in terms of, of passing and rushing. You got something for that? And they, uh, they will be going up against the Patriots who ran, up, ran all over the, uh, the Raiders. And the Raiders' defensive line, as much as I hurt to say it, is probably the worst, maybe one of the worst in the league. So, I mean, that's going to be crucial to them stopping the Patriots' offense, I think. You yeah. know? This, is, this is a hot uh, – Interior defense in Kansas City that last game, I mean, they sacked Lamar Jackson four times in a single game. I don't know that Lamar Jackson wow. has ever been sacked four times in one game. Lamar Jackson usually doesn't get sacked any times in a game, and they sacked him four times. Every time they were coming off with the same thing, they had the ability to rush two guys on the edge and completely contain the pocket, and he had absolutely nowhere to go. They forced sacks. They forced bad throws. He only had 95 or 97? Yeah, it was below 100, I think. 97 passing yards, a career low. Um, also, this is an offense that held – they're a defense that held – at the beginning of the year, the Ravens' offense was viewed as the best in the league. And they held oh, yeah. them at 228 total yards. So this Chiefs' defense is going to be hot. 
for Cam, and I'm excited to see how he handles that because so far this year, Cam has used the strategy of when in doubt, run it out, and he has had a lot of success in that area. He's been able to scramble and score. He up, up until last week, I don't know how many touchdowns he threw against the Raiders, but up until last week, he had more rushing touchdowns than he did passing touchdowns. I think right. he, I think he threw one that was just like a little, little toss, you know. Right, and and he's not. I don't know. I just, I just don't. I'm excited to see how he plays against a very good defense in Kansas City right now. Anything else before I get to my next matchup? Yeah, I mean, he hasn't really, like you said, he hasn't faced any challenges on defense. I think the biggest challenge he's faced was the Raiders, who just once the game got going, they realized they couldn't stop a run, and that's all they did. So. That obviously doesn't help him with his stats, but I mean, the Chiefs are on another another level on defense, at least compared to the Raiders. That's for sure. Yeah, I had somebody because I I put on my on my Snapchat the other day. I think it was today's Wednesday, Tuesday morning, because Stephen A made his list for the week. He made his list the right. first week, uh, and he's made a list every week, I believe, since. Um, and his list originally had the Baltimore Ravens at number one and the Kansas City Chiefs at number two, so on through five. And after last night's or after Monday night's game, he moved the Baltimore Ravens not down a spot, but off of the list entirely. No longer a top five team. That's how <laughs> that's how that's how much the Chiefs demolished them. And someone swiped up on it and said that something about Lamar Jackson played bad. I said the astonishing thing is that a Chiefs defense that is viewed as one of the one of the not good defenses in the NFL looked really good against the powerful offense over there um, in Baltimore. But my next matchup is a one we are actually going to see on the field that I'm very excited for, and that is Tyreek Hill versus Stephon Gilmore. We have a two-time, I believe, defensive player of the year in Stephon Gilmore, and the quickest, one of the hottest receivers in the NFL right now in Tyreek Hill. They have relatively similar stats, which was kind of impressive to me because Gilmore has really been off to a cold start this season for him. Uh, Tyreek Hill has 15 targets this season, or 15 receptions this season, and Gilmore has been targeted 15 times this season. Tyreek Hill averages 14.8 yards per reception. Stephon Gilmore averages giving up 17.3 yards per reception, which for Stephon Gilmore, is a lot more than in past years. The last two years, he's been sitting at around 11. So he is up. I think, I think he led his first touchdown in like a year or so to DK Metcalf against, yep. the, or against the Seahawks. He has definitely been off to a cold start, and I'm very excited to yeah. see uh, how – I mean, like, like we just talked about earlier with the, the secondary in New England. They can't just have Stephon Gilmore. They can't just have the McCord. Everyone has to be on their best game if they even want to stand a chance because there's not – a number one receiver in Kansas City. There's a couple number ones and a couple number twos, but I wouldn't even go down to number three uh, in terms of the receiver core in Kansas City. So anything else on the Tyree Kill Stephon Gilmore matchup? No, not really. I mean, it will be it will be interesting to see. But then, mm -hmm. and like, if you put Stephon Gilmore on uh, Tyree Kill, who's covering uh, who's covering McCall Hardman? Who's McCall covering Hardman, Sammy Watkins? Right. Had a great game last uh, on Monday. Sammy Watkins Who's covering had a lot Travis of Kelsey? This is also true. The I mean, that's Brothers. that's the problem. I think that every defense faces when they're going against the Chiefs. They got like 
every single player that's on Eric Fisher. You got somebody you got to watch. <laughs> Somebody's got to guard Eric Fisher now. He's a he's a dual threat offensive lineman. We don't see those Heck in yeah. the NFL these days. <laughs> I mean, that's the problem that every defense faces. You got like five, six, seven people that you got to watch every every snap for them. You know. Yeah, it's and be- Mahomes running around. Yeah, they're gonna have to be able to contain. They're going to have to be able to cover deep. They're going to, be have, they're going to have to cover everyone. It's going to be a very tough game for New England, which is ultimately why Jackson and I both picked the Chiefs um, in this one. Now, getting to my last matchup, this one is an interesting one. One that before <laughs> last week, I don't think anyone would have really said that this was going to be a matchup. Um, and that is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire versus not Sony Michelle, but Rex Burkhead. The experts proved last week why they are experts because they said to look for Rex Burkhead to have a heck of a game against the Raiders. And personally, I saw that and I was kind of blown away because I figured, you know, Rex Burkhead is just a short carry running back. He's meaty. They give it to him on fourth and one when they're going for it, third and short, close to the end zone. I mean, situations like that. And Rex Burkhead last week had six carries for 49 yards, seven receptions, for 49 yards and three touchdowns. I don't know that Rex Burkhead has ever scored three touchdowns in a single game in his entire career. Um, But Clyde Edwards-Hilaire as well. Last week, he touched the ball 25 times. Uh, He had 64 rushing yards on 20 carries. He had 70 receiving yards on five receptions. But the difference between Rex Burkhead and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Rex Burkhead had three touchdowns on 13 touches. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had zero on 25 touches. And that's kind of been the story of Clyde Edwards-Hilaire's season, to be 100% honest with you. Anything And on I that? think part of, part of the reason for that, I think, at least in this last game, it seemed like Kansas City was not necessarily getting into the red zone much. I think they had maybe one, one maybe two touchdowns from in the, inside maybe the 10. Right. I mean, a lot of them were big plays. So maybe I mean that's that's part of it. You don't yeah, you I don't think run it with him from the fifty, and he's going to get a touchdown every week. You know, we did see that a lot week one uh, versus the Texans, is that the Chiefs would get down uh, in the red zone. They would get right on top of the end zone, and they would just they would continue giving it to Clyde, but things just weren't happening, and they would have to resort to a pass. They would have to resort to some type of play action, some type of reverse, and he's just not producing as well uh, down near the end zone. But overall. These two running backs are going to shine this week, uh, I, I think. Uh, as long as – I don't know if James White is back. I don't – I'm not sure he might be. But even if he's not, Sony Michelle, I'm pretty sure, had a, over 100 yards. That uh, Whatever that other dude's name is, the rookie, he was looking good. I mean, they don't have a star back in New England. I don't think you'd consider any of those four a star back. Right. But they got a, they got a pretty good group down there. Yeah, so all in all – Chiefs and Patriots, definitely going to be a good matchup. Like I said, Chiefs favored by seven. Jackson and I both picked them to win. I think they'll win by more than seven. I think they'll cover that relatively easily. Uh, This Patriots team is good. They are playing a lot better than I think anyone expected them to with the loss of Tom Brady and picking up Cam Newton. But I really just don't think that is enough to stop currently the best team in football. So our next matchup, and I told Jackson before this that I only have two lines written on my notes for this matchup. Hey. That's that's two more than me. <laughs> we have it's all in, it's all in my head, you know. We have lots. the Chicago Bears 
and the Indianapolis Colts. The Indianapolis Colts are favored in this game by two and a half points. Jackson and I both picked the Bears for one reason. Two words. I don't know why you picked them, but I know that I picked them <laughs> for Nick Foles. Go ahead. Okay, that's not why I picked them. Would you like I to think say why you picked them? This is one of those matchups that I was talking about that we got to factor in. We kind of get just have to guess on this one because both of these teams, even though their records are much different, they are both like middle of the pack and like we can't decide if they're going right. to be good or bad. I right. think the Bears are very lucky to be to be 3 and 0. I mean, We're no one would have guessed that. According to us, yeah. Uh, I, I just kind of picked them because I feel like they're they're somewhat hot coming off three wins, obviously. That has to mean something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Nick Foles is on the field, which is always scary. That did surprise me, though. You know what else surprised me? What? Nick Foles is wearing a tinted visor. The Colts don't stand a <laughs> chance against tinted visor Nick Foles. <laughs> Nick Not where Foles, I thought you were going with that. Just oh, dude, I have, I, I go with my gut, and as soon as my gut saw Nick Foles wearing a tinted visor, <laughs> I oh had gosh. nightmares. Nightmares. Yeah, yeah. Nick Foles just led a sixteen-point fourth-quarter comeback off the bench. You know what they call the that? Best. You know what they call that? What? The sh- the Shy Town special. Yeah, Windy City special. Come on, give give it to me. Come on, come on. <laughs> what? <laughs> he did the Philly he, special he in the, the Super Bowl. He, he brought the Philly special to Chicago. Well, um, obviously, yeah. In those six minutes and twenty two seconds, Nick Foles Very managed impressive. to throw three touchdowns. Very impressive. This is a guy that I very much was surprised that Philly let go as easily as they did. A guy that unfortunately did not perform in Jacksonville, which is why he left. But, you know, did maybe it's because – in Jacksonville? Huh? Yeah, <laughs> Did that's anybody right. perform no, in Nobody Jacksonville? can perform in Jacksonville. <laughs> I mean, he just screwed himself over signing there. But you know what Jacksonville might have – You know what Jacksonville might have messed up? They started him. You need to give him his first mm. appearance off the bench. Oh, that's what it is. Make sure that I people, see what you're saying. Make sure that he, you know he gets out there. He's like, you know, just wait, just wait on me to get, wait for me to get on this field. I'll let you all watch the starting quarterback out here. But once Nick Foles gets on the field, what did we call him when he was in St. Louis? I feel like we called him um, like Pick Six Nick or something like that. Because uh, like, he was in St. Louis with the Rams for a while, but. He wasn't in his prime. Nick Foles didn't hit his prime until later in his career. He's currently in his prime right now. For sure. Nick Foles is in his prime. Uh, He's leading this Bears team into this game against the Colts as 10 advisor Nick Foles, not just pick six Nick Foles. Right. Um, And I have all the faith in the world in him, to be totally honest with you. I don't have very much faith in the Phillip Rivers we are seeing in Indianapolis. An Indianapolis Colts team that has been oddly inconsistent, um, whether that's so incons- inconsistent, inconsistently bad or inconsistently good at random times. They lost to the Jaguars and almost just beat the Vikings, who are a whole nother story. We don't know if they're good or not. I was, I'm so confused with the that's Colts. The, that's dude, why I can't pick them to win. That's the I just can't. this year with those type of teams, with the Jaguars, with the Colts, with the Vikings, with the Falcons. 
I don't know what to do for them. Teams that should be good but can't finish and can't play when it comes to getting on the field. And it puts us – look, they're making our job hard. It, may, it makes us – yeah, it makes our job very difficult. They put us in a bad spot. and That's, frankly, that's why we get paid the big bucks. Yo. Oh, yes. Last, week, last episode um, with all the views factored in. Um, we brought in what? A couple what of sponsorships. It? Well, if you – hold on. You have to take that and then you – Carry the two. Zero dollars. That's how much um, I made after <laughs> after last week. Um, hey, we're working on some sponsorship deals. Yeah. We're working on it, right? I put hey, in if you guys want to sponsor us, let us know. I put in an application to SeatGeek. Um, you know, if you guys want to go to a live, you know, I shouldn't say it yet because they haven't actually emailed me back. Um, something yeah, no, tells you, me. Use StubHub until we get the sponsorship with SeatGeek. Yeah. Don't use Zeke at all <laughs> until they call us back. Um, <clears throat> I guess we got some time. We can we can breeze over uh, the game coming up. In- and I think we should we should also go through all our games. Just let them know who we're picking. I think we should start doing that every week. Let them know all of our games picks. Well, before we, we talk, talk about, about this them. other game, then let's just let's just go ahead and do that. All right. So, do you want to do that or? Yeah, I got it in front of me. You know, I'm prepared. I got it in front of me right here. Um, the first game, Thursday night, the worst game of the week, the Broncos face the Jets. When the Broncos are favored yeah. by three points, you know that that game is going to be bad. But we both did pick the Broncos because while they are trash, they are not as trash as Adam Gase's Jets. That is right. And we, I was joking because I talk with guys when we watch the Jets play. And we try to figure out what they need, who they need to draft. Oh, maybe they should go for this position in their draft. Maybe they should go for this position. Why? Well, maybe they need a uh, they need to draft a coach number one overall. They just need to they find trade somewhere, for one. draft a coach, bring in somebody. If they could draft a coach, that's what they need to do. But anyways, that game's gonna suck, so we're not gonna talk about it anymore. Another game that's predicted to suck: the Ravens. And the Washington football team. The Ravens are favored by a whopping 13 and a half points. Woo. Which is interesting considering the game they just had. But I mean Washington. But it's Washington. They're they're missing their star who you are obsessed with, Chase Young. He's out? I'm pretty sure. I don't I think he's doubtful is what I heard. Oh, you no, know actually I, I think he is out and then he's week to week after this week. You know That's what cool. I forgot to talk about with the Chiefs game? My favorite player is injured and will be out Ooh, for a Legarious. few Legarius is hurt. As soon as I saw that play, they showed the slow motion replay. I told the guy sitting next to me, you can ask my friend, Sam Collins. Sam, I know you're probably listening to this. I said, he just broke his collarbone. Right, Sam, there. you better be listening to this. He did subscribe I don't even to the know show you, but you better last be. time he was here. I said, as soon as that happened, I knew the collarbone was broken. I got the unfortunate news today. They texted me first because they know how tight Legarius and right, I are. right, right. So how long is he out for? Do you know how long they is collarbone? Not, is that the whole season? They've actually given not the whole season. The collarbone is so fun I don't fact. Know. Collarbone is the fastest healing bone in the human body. So <laughs> hopefully not that long. Well, that reminds me that my one of my cornerbacks in uh, in sorry not Oakland Las Vegas. Oh, Damon Arnett. He had a hurt thumb and he re-injured it. It's a oh, shame. No. <laughs> Um, anyway, next, next game, another rough game, uh, the Bengals and the Jaguars for once I have that, actual faith that the Bengals are going to win this football game. Yeah. But honestly, 
that means that the Jaguars are going to win <laughs> because this is have been inconsistent. They they did win a game and Joe Burrow. I'm surprised he's still alive right now. That's true. Joe Burrow's was was knocked into last Friday when he was hit. I mean, he. I'm surprised he got up and knew what sport he was. He. I. I was expecting him to get up and like swing a golf club and totally forget what sport he was playing. Because <laughs> I mean, when you see the slow mo hit, the whenever his body his body had moved a foot to the left and his head was still in the same spot, like it was unbelievable. Yeah, him um, and him and Deshaun Watson, they just cannot cannot can't, can't uh, stay help. alive back there, right? Uh, but we did take the Bengals in this one. Finally, we agreed on a Bengals pick for the first time. Uh, in a hey, while. maybe you'll get it right this time since, you know, I've been right on all of them. Maybe, maybe I will. Maybe Joe Burrow shows out. Um, or, but, <clears throat> you know, we get another one wrong because why not? That could be it. But at least this week, you know, if we're getting it wrong, we're getting it wrong. Together. I think this week's going to be a fun week to watch football because I'm not going to be nervous and I'm going to go down. Right. That's what I'm saying. Uh, the next game, Chargers. And Buccaneers, Jackson and I did both go uh, with the Buccaneers in this one. Any any explanation on that besides the fact that the Chargers are really not it right now? Well, I think I picked them more for the Bucks and less for the Chargers because the Chargers looked good in the last game. I think they ended up losing, did they? Yeah. Okay, so they we got played, that one wrong, um, didn't we? They, they played, played the Panthers and they got beat relatively bad. But, Jacob Herbert did hurt his wrist. But he's fine. He's coming back. Because I if mean, the, if Jacob Herbert goes down, who comes in? Because mean, Tyrod Taylor can't breathe. Or yeah, Justin, Justin Herbert. I'm Jacob. They bring in what's that other dude? Uh, shoot, he had some weird name. Easton Stick, I think is his name. Oh <laughs> yeah, I did see. That's last <laughs> I was like, what? Stick. Um, no, yeah. I picked it mostly for the books. I think they're they're starting to show why they are a top five team. Are top they? five in the NFL? I don't know. They're getting there. Maybe their top, defense. Maybe top five defense. in their division. Hey, their def. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of their division is not playing like like they want to play. I know, man. That is a brutal division this year. We thought the Saints and the Bucks would be would be heading heading. I head, thought the Bucks would get head. third place in the division. I thought the Falcons would get second. Right. And the Falcons are last. Who's the last team in that division? Definitely the Falcons. No, who's the- oh, oh 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 Carolina. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so the Falcons are in the last place right now. Um, no, but I, I think Tampa Bay's, Tampa Bay's defense is starting to pick up, and they're, they're doing pretty good. They are without Chris Godwin for at least two more weeks, so that could be Fantasy a problem. Teams feeling it. Fantasy don't worry. Scotty Miller is going to You want to hear – listen to the most unlucky crap that I'm dealing with right now. My oh, I was looking at your – I was looking at your <laughs> I mean, absolutely plagued with injuries. Listen Wait, to what this. are you, 2-1? and one? Yeah, somehow. Are you 2-1? Oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's why I'm 3-0. I now have to pick mile. up a new defense because the Steelers are currently – we're going to talk about that game next, but the Steelers are currently listed as on a bye. Um, right. I picked up Steven Goskowski and I had to drop him because <laughs> I'm not taking that chance. Um, hey, my, my Tuesday bench. Night football, maybe – Steelers and true. Titans. Julio Jones, out last week, questionable this week. George Kittle, out for the last two weeks, questionable this week. Christian McCaffrey, injury reserve. I just dropped Tariq Cohen, who tore his ACL. I mean, I have just oh, had really? the worst. 
Yes, towards ACL in the fourth wow. quarter of the game. I've got David Montgomery in my other fantasy league, so maybe that'll help me. It, it most definitely will. And I am I'm making it through, though. Two and Seth. one. With those injuries, I'm pretty happy pretty with myself. Uh, Steelers-Titans, like we said, we don't even know if they're going to play. Might have the first ever, like you were saying, first ever Tuesday night football game, which would be kind of That would be so cool. Jake, that would be the best week ever. There's only one thing that can make the NFL better. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. Oh, my goodness. There's only one thing that can make the NFL better, and that's if they play on more days. So we're not – No, I think they should do – I think instead of Thursday night football, they should do Friday and Saturday Saturday night. Have a game on Friday, have a game on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. That would be so cool. They should play every single day. Nobody likes Thursday night. Players, fans, anybody. It's so random. Yeah, Except I mean, for Thanksgiving. They have been picking horrible Thursday night games this year. In, right. Uh, next game. Hey, it's, a game good, it's, a, it's a good thing before we move on. It's a good thing that the Steelers and Titans aren't, have on, aren't on a Thursday night football next week. Because then they wouldn't be able to do Tuesday night football. This is true. But if they were doing Saturday night football, then it would work. There's barely any college football anyway. Come on. Maybe, maybe you should work for the NFL. Yes, I should. I'd be so much better than all these dudes. <laughs> um, next up, Cardinals and Panthers. We both took the Cardinals, even though they unfortunately lost last week in quite a horrible turn of events at the end of the game. Kyler Murray looked like trash. I'm sorry, he but he had three picks. Three interceptions last week. We were talking about him for MVP. Unacceptable no. uh, performance. And they're going to come back, bounce back, win this week. Um, Browns-Cowboys. A, a difficult one, pick. This one was hard for me, yeah. Because it is hard to bet that we both picked the Cowboys, but really the Cowboys have one of the worst defenses in the NFL, and the Browns' offense is starting to show some light. With, right, like I think the the Cowboys can't seem to win, but they're in, they're in pretty close games. They did win that one against, obviously, Atlanta. Cause they should be 0-3 right now. Right, they could be, but they could also be 3-0. Like all the every single game, they're like either barely winning it or barely losing it. It came down to the wire. So, but the Browns have looked good. It was, it was just, this was probably the hardest game for me this week. Yeah. I mean, the only reason that I just can't bet with the Browns is because Baker Mayfield is so inconsistent. I mean, he is, he literally, he put Kareem Hunt on Sports Center top 10 because he, he under, I don't even know what you call that. He threw it behind him so bad that Tyreek Hill made the most spectacular one-handed, like, 180 grab I've ever seen. And there was no one within 20 yards of him, Baker. Come on. Hey, Kareem Hunt, my fantasy team, beautiful. I love it. Love to see it. Um, next up, a game that we talked about a little bit, Vikings and Texans. I'm hoping the Texans can pull one out, man, because it's just been a rough – They've it's had just been a rough a schedule. Rough schedule. I mean, to start off with the Chiefs and then the Ravens and then who they play last week, the Steelers. Steelers, who are good this year, pretty pretty good. Bad. So I'm really hoping they can win that one. Jackson and I both picked them. They're favored by three and a half. Um, A game that I was tempted to pick the underdog on. I I was too. And the Lions. I I, I wanted to play it safe, though. I know. I, I was very tempted to pick the Lions. They are coming off a win, the game that they shouldn't have won, but a game that they won, and the Saints are coming off um, of a game that they play this week. Who, who did they play this week? They didn't play Green Vegas. Bay. 
Oh, a game that they definitely Bay. shouldn't have won, and they didn't win. No. Because um, <laughs> no Aaron Michael Rogers, Thomas, the yeah. Packers, they had no chance. It's The Packers are really good. Uh, I believe they were ranked. I didn't look at official power rankings, but Stephen A's rankings ranked them number three in the NFL. Hey, this was kind of funny. The guy who w- decided if uh, Michael Thomas could play <laughs> – is the was Packers the team, team doctor? doctor. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Of course, he's gonna say no. Yeah, I wonder I mean, if it's. Geez, that was funny. He's um, a foot specialist, so they didn't just pick a random dude. But still, it sounds like a weird profession. I'm a foot specialist. <laughs> he's definitely got some. <laughs> I'm not gonna go there. Um, next, we have the Seahawks and the Dolphins, a game that was relatively easy to pick. Um, Seattle Seahawks are currently the second best team in the NFL. Uh, my I actually had the Dolphins pick or switched it last minute. <laughs> Shut up. No, true story. <laughs> um, the Seahawks, no, Russell Wilson is making Jackson and I proud because we did pick him for our early season MVP and he's playing like an MVP. He's got 14 touchdowns through three games, an NFL Which record. Is insane. Broke, broke Pat Mahomes' record. Um, not saying he's better than Pat Mahomes overall, but he's playing really well this year. Um, Giants and Rams, um, a pretty safe game for the Rams, in my opinion. I'm sure you would agree they're favored by 13 points. Um, this Giants team is looking bad. They've and they're only they've fallen apart. They they're falling apart. Them and the Jets are going to be a tough competition for first overall pick. Next I year. think that they should just just leave New York. Like no New York teams are allowed to play the rest of the season. Just like, take a break and work on themselves. Honestly, yes, seriously, they need to they need to move back to New York because they're playing like New Jersey right now. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's sad. We already talked about the Patriots and Chiefs, Bills and Raiders. We both went with the Bills. Um, a game last week that they should have won. They did win it, but they shouldn't have allowed the Rams to be as close as they were. I mean, they were up twenty-eight to three at the start. No, the they should have won, and then they shouldn't have won. And then they won. And then they won, which Thanks just to, gave me a headache. I don't know what that ref's name was, uh, but whoever he is, he's a real G. Uh, Josh Allen, a smart play, whether you know you like the call or not. Josh Allen saw the contact, threw oh, yeah. the ball over there just so he could get a call. Genius. Yep. Um, they ended up getting the win. Thank God. I was actually watching the game um, in the car on the way back from a camping trip, and as the last drive was happening, when it was fourth down, I looked at my watch. My heart rate was 113 beats per minute, so I was getting very wow. nervous. See, I didn't care that much because I was already getting, getting that shows you don't have a heart smacked. Like I was getting smacked in fantasy – and I'd already uh, got the Raiders game wrong, and I'm, I was mad that they lost, and it was just already a bad day. So I didn't yeah. even care. Um, Eagles and Niners. We both went with the Niners. The Eagles, they got to figure stuff out. I mean, Doug Peterson. Did you hear? So they they interviewed him the next day. Did you hear? Any, did you hear anything about that? Was it about uh, Jalen Hurts and no. them saying that they interviewed Doug Peterson the next day after the Eagles game? Uh, when they played the Bengals yeah. and tied. And he said, yeah. you know, looking back on it, I would have given the ball. I should have given the ball to my quarterback and let him do something. He is, he is just saying that so that the people of Philadelphia think he has some sort of confidence in Carson mm-hmm. Wentz. There is no way Carson Wentz. the end of the game, fourth down and what see, it was a lot longer after the penalty. Uh, there's no way I have faith in Carson Wentz to convert on that. No. Not a chance. Um Unless he throws it to Zach Ertz, which is 
starting to make me angry because I picked him pretty high in my fantasy league because I didn't feel like having to worry about tight end. So I got her I'll, I'll pick him. I know, but still, he was out there in the last part of the game and he didn't get that much. Like they need yeah. to start throwing it to him. They don't have any wide receivers. They're running back. I mean, he's good, but throw the freaking ball to Zach Ertz. I mean, come on. Come, Come on, on, man. Fortnite <laughs> <laughs> um, is only favored by six and a half, which considering what they That's did to the Giants man. last week without any, literally any players, they had any. no players, and they still demolished them. I'm, favored that, so I'm surprised they're only favored by six and a half. In our last game, a very easy pick, the Falcons and the Packers. The Falcons can't finish. The Packers can only finish. Um, Falcons will be up by – They'll be up by 12 at half, yeah. probably. They'll, they'll pull up a lead, but, I mean, Aaron Rodgers will torch them. No, I think this will be the only game so far that we've seen from the, the Falcons that they don't screw it up at the end. They screw it up. Oh, they'll screw the it coin up. Toss. <laughs> as soon as that coin hits the ground, the game is over. The Falcons will not oh, yeah. win. I'm making that a guarantee. Damn, but, you're going to look real dumb if they, if they pull it out. Wouldn't that be crazy? Real dumb for my estimated audience size of 22 people. Let's go. Shout out to you 22 there. people, man. I really appreciate you guys. You really hey, one, hey, one of them's me. <laughs> one of them's me. <laughs> Shout out to you 20 people for, <laughs> for, for listening. Um, yeah, that's all we got for this week. Like I said, unprecedented times here and who you got with all the same picks. But we hope that you... <laughs> unprecedented. Uh, unprecedented times. So we hope... That you got some knowledge from us. We hope that you enjoyed listening to us joke about how a lot of teams stink right now. Um, yeah, Jackson, any last words? Well, let's just hope that next week we got all all well bye weeks start next week, don't they? I was gonna say all sixteen games we got different, but week five, yeah, I think less. bye weeks they just start next well, week. Let's just six. let's just hope that next week we don't have a single game that we pick the same. We'll have a five-hour episode it'll be it'll be great a it'll be a good time. slate of different games it will be great um uh, but anyways i really appreciate you guys stopping by and listening uh if you as do i as this jackson as do I. if you haven't yet go ahead back and listen to the last episode of the faces take podcast that came out on tuesday yes. um if you didn't hear it on there we have a new upload schedule tuesday mornings will be the faces take podcast like normal and thursday mornings will be who you got with Jake and Jackson so you can hear all of our picks before games start so you know that we're not cheating. Who you got with Jackson and Jake? Jake and Jackson. Uh, Jackson and Jake. Follow me on my social medias, uh, all at Faces Take, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Jackson, you want me to shout your social media out? Follow me on Instagram at Jackson Graves underscore. You can see a lot of posts on Jackson's story about the Raiders because he's keeping you up to date. Yes, um, I am with the Raiders. Not really, Ooh. but but we appreciate you guys listening. We hope you come back next week. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Please I don't really know back. how these end because I have a signature ending for Faze's take. I don't have a signature ending for this. But you want me to come up with it? Yeah. Come up I'll do something. it. I'll do it. Ready? Yeah. All right guys. Thanks for listening. This has been Who You Got? This Jackson <laughs> <and> Shake. <laughs>